0: Welcome to The Wonderful World of Dance, bringing you exclusive interviews with top dancers
1: and choreographers and reviews of the world's best companies across the globe. You can find lots more on our website at thewonderfulworldofdance.com.
0: Hi this is Savannah Saunders and today is the second part in our three-part mini-series with the Elmhurst Ballet School. We previously interviewed Elmhurst's artistic director Robert Parker who was previously principal dancer with the Birmingham Royal Ballet. Today I'm excited to be talking with Elmhurst ballet graduate Hamish Scott who won bronze at the prestigious Genet International Ballet Competition in Sydney. Hi Hamish, thanks very much for joining us.
1: Hi, Savannah.
0: So, Hamish, tell us, when did you start dancing and what made you take up ballet?
1: Well, I started dancing when I was three, Um, my sister went to a weekly ballet class and I used to go along with her and I wanted to join in.
0: Nice. (laughs) (laughs) So then, so you're along with your sister and you decide you want to get into the ballet class, at what point did you know that actually, this is something I'd like to do as a profession?
1: Yeah, well, um, you know, we did that for quite a few years, and my sister gave up, unfortunately, which was a you know, a big shame, But mm. um, and I stopped for a bit as well, but then I, I sort of picked up when I was about um, 10, 11, I, I went to a, a weekly boys' class, which, you know, really helped if there were other guys in the class. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, my teacher said I was, I was doing really well and um, had a lot of encouragement, you know, to sort of take it further from the teachers. So, um, I went out and auditioned for a junior associate program with the Royal Ballet School and from there it just sort of took off and yeah.
0: So, you first started training with the, on the junior associate program, yes. is that right? What was that like? Tell us about that experience.
1: Uh, Well, I had to go up to London every Saturday to do a a ballet class at the Royal Ballet School. And how far Uh, did you have to travel? uh, Well, luckily I lived just outside London, so it took me about an hour and a half on on a Saturday morning. So a lot of people traveled a lot further than I did.
0: Yes. (laughs) And how how were the classes every Saturday?
1: Uh, It was quite hard, you know, because I was so young and it required a lot of dedication, doing all the exercises and, you know, preparing for the class. Um, But yeah, I managed to um, do that, and I did that for two years before getting into White Lodge, the Royal Ballet School, Lewis School.
0: And how long were you at White Lodge for?
1: I was only there for one year.
0: Okay. What was that like?
1: Um, The school wasn't for me. Um, Okay. Yeah. I I didn't really enjoy it um, that much there, and at the end of the first year, I was assessed out.
0: Okay. And then what was your thinking at that stage? You wanted to find a new, new ballet school?
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm, I, was, I was still really keen into dancing, um, and I, I knew that's what I wanted to do at this point. So um, I auditioned for Elmhurst Ballet School, and that's where I've been since.
0: And so how old were you when you first started with Elmhurst?
1: Um, I must have been 13.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you've been there almost, well, you're 19 now, so almost six years.
1: Almost six years, yeah.
0: And tell us about the type of training and the type of experience that you had um, at Elmhurst.
1: Um, so so at Elmhurst is a really wide variety of, of training. We do, we obviously do our classical ballet. That's the main focus. We do that every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but alongside that, we do contemporary dance and jazz dance. We do, um, we, we did flamenco. We did tap uh you know we, we do with character dances it's such a wide range of things we did um still with the principal focus of ballet and that you know that's really helped me to become a more versatile dancer and you know um and, and that's what you need to be in in this new um world of ballet yeah absolutely yeah
0: and tell me with with the training because it is it is full time did you board um at a Helmhurst as well
1: Yes, um, I've been a, a boarder. I've been at boarding school since the age of eleven. So I boarded at White Lodge and I boarded at Elmhurst.
0: And did you miss being away from London or away from your family?
1: I did. It, it really affected me at, um, at such a young age. But as actually when I came to Elmhurst, everything was fine. You know, my homesickness went, and uh, I really enjoyed it. You know, I made a lot of friends and. You know, they become your second family, really.
0: And what's been, over the last sort of six years, what have been some of your highlights with Elmhurst?
1: Ooh. <laughs> that's hard because, you know, I've done so much with the school over six years. Um, uh, I mean, the first thing that pops into my head is each year we do um, we do a summer show. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we've had, um, I mean, that's the really high, the big highlight of, of each year. We put on a big performance, you know, all our friends and family come and, and watch us dance um, and that, you know that's great performance experience and, and and from doing that from such a young age it really helped build confidence and, and performance. Um, so I have great memories from, from doing all those performances. Um, also um, you know, being at Elmhurst they allow me to do competitions so yeah. I've, you know I've had this great experience of being able to go and do competitions. It, um, nationally and internationally
0: and what's that uh, experience like with competitions uh, it's obviously a very sort of high pressured or is it a high pressured environment how have you found it
1: oh extremely yeah it you know it's, it's a very hard thing to do just going out onto a stage and just performing um you know a small variation or solo uh you know the nerves that come with that um
0: I can imagine.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's very hard to, to go out there and, and sell yourself, you know, sell your performance in such a short amount of time. You know, when, when you're doing a big performance, you've got a lot of time on stage to sort of create a character and convey meaning across to the audience. But in the competitions, it's very hard, you know, to try and show the audience and the panel of judges what you can do um, in a minute or two minutes.
0: And so uh, how do you tackle that? What do you bring or how do you prepare to try and get yourself across within that short amount of time?
1: Oh, well, um, I mean, you prepare each solo, you know, weeks, months before you perform it. And I I suppose it's just um, a lot of that practice, you you practice about squeezing in as much as you can into that short amount of time that you have on the stage and trying to get all those feelings and emotions that you want to portray. To the audience, trying to get them out as you know as soon as possible, and and make sure they are, really are coming out. And you are performing to the best you can be.
0: And recently, you won bronze at the Genet competition in Sydney. Yeah. Tell us yeah. about that amazing experience. Congratulations, by the way. That's a, an amazing, amazing accolade to have.
1: Yeah, no, it, it was it was really amazing to go out to to Australia. You know, at the age of. And 19. Um, I absolutely loved it. You know, we went out there for a week and we did a week of training. Uh, the, you know, training was integrated as part of this competition so we had classes each day and we, we learned material while we are out there and, um, you know, it's fantastic to meet other dancers from all the way, you know, all the way around the world. Um, you, you get sort of stuck in a bubble when you're just in the UK. You know, you forget that there's so many other people out there and, um, and you know, and seeing everyone else, and it was just a great learning experience. Um, obviously, you know, there were loads of nerves I had to deal with yeah. performing the Sydney Opera House stage. So that was really scary. But you know, I, I managed to do it, and I think you know, I've come out stronger, you know, a better performer, a better dancer because of it.
0: Such a, an amazing experience at, at such a, a young age, and really, it's such a long way to go. For one week, I could, you must have been jet-lagged for most of it, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so you won bronze. Tell me about the performance or the piece that you performed.
1: Uh, so I, I performed two, um, two solos of my own and a third that I learnt while I was in Australia. Um, I performed the Swan Lake Act Three mm-hmm. Prince solo, um, and that, you know that was my Lovely. main classical solo that I wanted to, sh- you know, show the audience my classical technique. I wanted to, um, you know, be- show that I could play, you know, a character from one of the main classical ballets.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I also performed a piece called Tango Nuevo, which I choreographed myself. Wow. Yeah. Um, so it was a, it was a neoclassical um piece so mainly classical steps with you know tango elements within it and um you know that that was something i was really passionate about you know choreographing my own solo um and that's something that the competition allowed me to do it gave me the opportunity to sort of choreograph and perform and get that experience
0: and so what does the award mean to you um
1: well i mean it's it's an amazing thing um I did it. I did the competition because I wanted the exposure. I wanted to go out and see the world. I wanted people to see me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think the award just it gives me a stepping stone in in getting to places. You know, it's it's um it's something that I you know I put on my CV. It helps me get auditions. Um, it sort of makes people notice me. Um, it's just something something else that I can add to what I've done you know in my life
0: and you're coming to your, the end of your time with Elmhurst you're yeah. great, about to graduate and you're now at a point where you're needing to audition to join companies how, how tell us about that experience of auditioning how's it going what's it like what, what, what's it like going in and having to again present
1: yourself of course I mean it's so hard there's so many dancers out there that want so few jobs, mm. and everyone's fighting, you know, really doing their best to try and get this job. Um, you know, you, you can walk into a room with um, 50 other dancers all trying to get that one job, and everyone's trying their absolute hardest because they've trained for years and years, you know, for this moment. Um, it's a battleground, you know, you, you have to, um, you know, while still being polite and courteous yeah. and having the, you know, classroom etiquette, you, you're fighting, you know, you're fighting each other to. To you know, show off and, and, and be the best you can.
0: And which companies, uh, if you has had dream companies, is there any one that you'd love to, not necessarily now, but looking into the future, are there particular companies or choreographers uh, that you would love to work with as you you know go throughout your career which obviously it's a short career but it's also quite a long time into the future yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I mean well my dream company would be Birmingham Royal Ballet which is the associate school for Elmhurst yes
0: great company of course yes
1: yeah I mean it's, it's such a fantastic company you know I've been so lucky that I've been able to work with the company already as a student um, and again the director David Bintley, he's such an amazing choreographer um, and, I, and again I'm, I'm even luckier that um, David's come to the school and he's he's choreographing on, on us the graduates for our end of year summer show, so you know my, my dreams are sort of coming true already at yeah
0: <laughs> um,
1: but you know I'd love to continue what I'm doing, and I'd love to work with the company more in the future, yeah. Um,
0: yeah. And are there any particular dream roles that you have um, that you, one, you know, if you were able to rise to principal for example, are there any roles that you would love to dance, your dreams?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, well um, going back to, to my Jenny solo, I performed the mm. Prince Siegfried solo, and I, I would just love to, you know, bring that character to the stage and, and do the whole ballet. It's, it's such a shame, you know, when, when you do just one part of a whole ballet because performing is, is more than just the step you know you, you become a character on stage and I'm I'd love to really sort of do that you know um, you know being a principal you, you get to do all these fantastic roles and um, yeah I'd love to be the prince
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely and is is one like your favorite ballet or do you have a another favorite?
1: Well, Swan Lake is my favourite classical ballet, Mm -hmm. one of the main classical ballets. Um, My actual favourite ballet is um, Scottish Dances, choreographed by uh, uh, David Bintley. Flowers of the Forest is um, Mm -hmm. such an amazing, you know, it's a a one-act, small-act ballet, but um, that's my favourite ballet, yeah.
0: And you say you sort of grew up, um, you know... You had a sister who was dancing, uh, you found a, a, a school that, a local school that had more uh, boys in, in your class. Yeah. How have how have you found it as a as a young boy sort of growing up and wanting to be a, a ballet dancer or have you felt completely at home and supported at Elmshurst and so you haven't had to worry too much about that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's always that stigma that, um, you know, you shouldn't do ballet and, and everything. Um, and, and you do find that sometimes when you when you go out in, into the you know the wider world, but being at Elmhurst, you know, living alongside other people that are still, you know trying to do the same thing as you, it's, it's been fantastic and really supportive. You know, there's never been any problems. You know, while I've been at school, so um, you know that's really nice. Everyone is so supportive and and caring at Elmhurst. So um, yeah,
0: I think also with the you know the rise of social media and dance photography. I think the way in which male dancers are now promoting themselves and being captured beautifully by very talented photographers, that I think male, the physique and the the male in the ballet world and the dance world is being far more celebrated and more accepted sort of socially. That's my personal view.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, now, you know, being a male dancer, you, you, you have to be, you know, strong and athletic and, and you have to be really... Sort of fit, and and I think that really helps. You know, as you say, with all the photography, um, showing off, you know, the amazing things that dancers can do, that can maybe be a good thing. Um, you know, self promotion on, on on all these social social media. Um, you, know, you can really capture amazing moments with, with, um, with photography and yeah I'm, I'm sure that definitely helps.
0: Yeah, absolutely and, and are you also sort of charting your, your ballet life on Instagram or Snapchat? or? I am, yeah.
1: yeah. I, I have an Instagram account.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's fantastic because it enables people to really see the life that you lead every day which is so intriguing and fascinating to so many people
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah absolutely it's,
1: it's great to, get, to give them that insight because you know sometimes people only get to see the finished product that's on stage and you know there's so much work that goes into into that so many hours and hours of of you know time in the studio working you know sweat blood you know everything goes into this tiny little performance so yeah no, it's, it's great to give you know everyone. tiny little glimpse of of that
0: absolutely and just going back to the piece that you choreographed for the jedi competition um is choreography something that you are personally interested in
1: uh yeah i am um i've I've done a bit of choreography at elmhurst before okay Um, they have this really good thing they um each year they hold a choreographics competition so they allow the dancers to make up their own choreos and you know put them into this competition and, and they get performed which is you know great um you know in the future I'd love to to do more choreography and I'd love the opportunity to do more um and I think that's that's becoming more apparent you know companies are, are letting their dancers be, you know become more artistic and yeah and, and letting them do more things like this so that's really good
0: news. Yeah, absolutely. I was speaking with one of the first soloists from the Scottish Ballet uh, just yesterday, and she was talking about how supportive her company has been in her desire and skills as a choreographer. And I think it's wonderful to... Perhaps as a, you know, you're 19 thinking, well, actually it'd be great to join a company, perhaps like Birmingham Royal Ballet, that will know that you'll be supported in not just what you want to do on stage as a dancer, but also the works that you would like to start creating as a potential future choreographer.
1: Of course, yeah, I mean, it, it would be fantastic to have that opportunity in the future.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Hamish, one of the uh, questions that I was interested in is dance is obviously, your dance life can be quite short. And I was wondering, you know, we talked about choreography, but I'm interested to know: have you given thought to as what I sort of term Act Two of your life? You know, when 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 perhaps you know you've risen to principal, and um, which I'm I'm sure you will, Hamish, and uh, and you know, it's time to come off stage. Is choreography that next step, or have you thought about other things that you would like to do?
1: Choreography could well be that next step, you know. Um, but, as, you know, as a dancer, you definitely need to have backup plans. If you get seriously injured and, and that cuts your career short, yeah. you, know, you need something to be able to fall back on. Luckily, at Elmhurst, you know, I've, I've been able to do two A levels uh, alongside my dance training, and I, I have those now. and I, I get a diploma at the end of this year.
0: Yeah, um, that, that's I brilliant. That
1: will allow me to, you know, go off in other new directions, try something new. Um, you know, I'll have to see, you know, how I feel when I get there, um, whether I stick with ballet, try and do something, you know, like, like choreography or teaching, um, but, you know, you know, I might want to try something different and, um, you know, go down an academic route, um, and um, yeah, we'll have to see what happens.
0: Yeah, so so many options available to you. Right. Yeah. yeah, which is great. And finally, Hamish, I just wanted to ask uh, one of my favourite questions as well. Um, so for our young audience out there who will be listening to you and thinking about, well, what would it be like to to follow in your footsteps? And you know trained with the Royal Ballet School, trained at Elmhurst, going to win some accolades at competitions and now auditioning for major companies. What advice would you give to the say a, a young boy who's looking up and uh, thinking about following in your footsteps? What advice?
1: <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> it's a tough question. There's just so many things I want to say. Okay. Uh you know you've got, you've got to try so hard, you, know, you you've got to be you know, got to be in that studio, you've got to be practicing and you have to it, it, I want to say you know you, you've got to work so hard, but then again you, I want to say the opposite, I want to say you, you need to work really, really smart, and you need to be you, want, you need to be smart with what you do mm-hmm. and you need to be really clever in how you train. Um, what do you mean what do you mean by that well it's, it's better to work smart than work hard okay I mean, it, it, you, you can work so hard on the wrong things okay. you won't improve but you need to be working on the right things and you need to be clever and and, and have that dedication have that passion to really sort of um, you know persevere and, and you know but, um, you you will benefit from hard work definitely but those that are smart will benefit more.
0: And uh, Hamish, as you graduate from Elmhurst, what are you going to miss the most?
1: Oh, <laughs> um, you know, I have a family at Elmhurst. You know, mm. my, my year, my friends, um, you know, I'll miss them so much. You know, I've, I've had some really great teachers that I'll miss as well. You know, it's, it's been my home for the past six years. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I'll, I'll miss everyone, you know, the people, the people, and
0: you know <laughs> but but equally no doubt you're excited to get on to the next stage of your life
1: definitely yeah i mean i've been living independently for the past year um but i'm also looking you know forward to you know having my own house and and, and living out and yeah
0: well, we will definitely be watching uh, closely to see where you land and uh, fingers crossed that it is the Birmingham Royal Ballet, but if not, I'm sure another, another company out there will be so so glad to have you and uh, yeah. please come back and have a chat with us and tell us about uh, where you land and what it's like joining a company in your first year. Oh, of
1: course, thank you so much. Thank- I'd love to talk to you again. You're happy.
0: Well, wonderful. Thanks so much, Hamish.
1: Don't forget to subscribe. We've got some incredible interviews coming up with principal ballerinas and renowned choreographers. We love dance and ballet, and we hope you'll love us. Join us on Facebook and
0: Twitter.